0: Good day, Saints fans and NFLers around the world. Welcome to the Who Dat Dish podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things New Orleans Saints as part of Fan I'm your host, Dayton Brown.
1: And I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond. We want to thank our spectacular audience this week and every week, as always, for the outpoint support and tuning in for our eighth episode now of the Who Dat Dish podcast. So obviously, it's really awesome there. Heck yeah. You got any words to say in that? Yeah? I mean... Yeah?
0: Yeah, it's just, it's been incredible, the um, uh, outpouring support that we've gotten lately. I can't believe, first of all, we were just talking about this before we went on, already eight, eight episodes in, and this is only the second one where it's just me and you, uh, which yep. is crazy. We've had so many great guests on, though, that we haven't even really noticed that much, so it's it's just kind of funny to look yeah. back on. So,
1: And the funny part is, though, too, um, they, and the reason why uh, it's so amazing, you know, you guys have been so amazing with the support, I figured it'd be only appropriate, you know, to add a different word. When I, you know, congratulate you guys or thank you guys. So this time it is spectacular. But on to the Articles of the Week. Obviously, guys, uh, Articles of the Week, for those who don't know, is uh, a segment that we like to feature here on the podcast, you know, because we both write for Who That Dish. If you didn't know, you know now. So uh, go check out our articles there. But I'll start off with you, Dayton. What do you got for... Uh, this week's Articles of the Week.
0: All right. So the article I uh, would like to plug for myself uh, just got released this morning. It is called Saints Preseason Game 1 Focus Cornerback Arthur Mollett. We've talked about Mollet on the show before. The article is a half-player profile, half-game-one preview for the preseason. Mollet is a rookie cornerback, undrafted free agent rookie, signed by the Saints um, from this season. Goes into pretty much how well he did at Memphis. Uh, if you watch his highlights, he only has one highlight clip on YouTube, but it is phenomenal to watch him. Um, I've, I, mm. I, I think, I'm not sure if you talked about him before when you made this comparison, but I made it in the article. I compared him to a more athletic Tracy Porter because Tracy, I can see that Tracy Porter had the instincts and he had the initiative to break on the ball, and you see that in Mollet. every single yeah. time he's out on the field, every single time he's covering. If you look on his Twitter account, one of his most recent uh, retweets is him uh, breaking up a pass that was intended for Kamara. And it's just per The way that he breaks I down on the ball, too. it's so satisfying, especially because I played cornerback uh, in college. Or not in college. Never played college. But in high school, uh, I played cornerback. And um, he just makes very crisp, perfect plays. So, And, and he's moving up uh, the ladder in training camp. So, yeah, be yes. sure to check-, check that out. Did a little player profile on him. Um, and then the article that I wanted to plug from another one of our contributors um, is called The New Orleans Saints Battle for the NFC South Won't Begin Until December 3rd. It was written by Dean Mullen, uh, one of our friends, uh, and and uh, one of the editors, or at, at least one of the former editors on Who That Dish, uh, contributor now. Um, pretty much the article goes into the scheduling woes the Saints will face. This time, instead of focusing in on the beginning woes that we've talked about, you know, the first five weeks are going to be really tough. It talks about the tail end of the season for the Saints. They play the Falcons on December 7th as well as December 24th. So that's uh, very close timing uh, to have to play the Falcons. But it's, it's almost like playing them in, in back-to-back weeks. Um, those are very important games. Uh, we play the Panthers and Buccaneers twice uh, beginning – uh, towards the end of October. But December is going to be filled with divisional matchups, which also factor into tie-breaking. And, of course, every year we finish the season off against a division foe. So it's it, we're going to need to buckle down towards the end of the season, uh, which, which is why I don't really enjoy that Week 5 bye, uh, because I think it's very early for multiple reasons, and that's <laughs> one of them. Always no, it is. Great article by Dean. Uh, he caught that uh, before I did. I didn't really think about it that way. But I'm glad he put that into uh, that type of perspective and wrote an article like that. So, yeah, be sure to check that out on whodaddish.com. Tyler, what do you got for us?
1: Okay, so uh, first off, um, I don't mean to break your heart and the rest of the hearts here, but I forgot to to tell you before we went on, we were talking about injuries, guys, before we went on, and we're actually going to mention this a little bit later, but Arthur Mullet actually went down today with an apparent injury. We haven't got any new recent updates about it yet, but I figured I'd put that out there. So another thing, too, I forgot to mention that Another thing about Articles of the Week, we love writing for Who That Dish. It's a yes. great website as a part of Fan Cited. So basically, we not only mention ours, but other writers as well. Now, this week for me, I fortunately didn't have an article out, but that doesn't mean I can't uh, give some praise, give some uh, light shedding to some other writers. So this week, I have to mention two articles by a writer who formerly wrote with Who that Dish left and now came back, and he's a great editor for us now is Roy Anderson. So the first one I have by him is basically, it is called, let's see, let me bring it up here for you guys. It is, uh, in quotations, my D-line says Cam Jordan. So basically what this gets into is the pro bowler Cameron Jordan talking about what his leadership is for the New Orleans Saints, how big of an impact he has on the defense. And uh, the funny part is uh, Roy actually mentions we haven't really had this since the era of Wolf Smith, you know. And yeah. uh, right now, it's really important to take everything really wholeheartedly and really embrace everything that you have, especially with the Saints. And the Saints, uh, the Saints are doing that with Cameron Jordan. We have a great leader in him, and he even gets into Roy does about how this impact will be for the defense. Now that the Saints really have a leader with a bunch of other players looking under him. So that's a great one. And the other one I have by Roy is called Saints Preseason Game 1 Focus on Linebacker Alex Anzalone. Now what this gets into is the linebacker of the Saints selected in the third round of the 2017 NFL Draft, Alex Anzalone. And what it gets into basically is... um. Just the impact Anzalone could have, especially in the first preseason game where a lot of people will be taking eyes on, you know, who's contributing, who's making big plays, who's really standing out. And the fun fact, Anzalone has actually been doing really well so far to date in training camp. So uh, I think one of us will mention him later. But just everything uh, revolving around Anzalone at this point. But two great articles. Five boy there and everything else you you can find at who dot com so awesome so I now we will now be getting into our first main topic of the podcast tonight guys is going to be training camp New Orleans Saints so what do you got Dayton would you like to start us off
0: I'll start it off um okay first, first of all got we you, did talk dude. about this beforehand and I'm glad you brought up brought up uh, Arthur Mollett's injury
1: yeah Yep.
0: What, what's been going on in camp is a little bit fuzzy. Um, really, all you can see is either video, videos posted by the Saints on Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff. Yep. Uh, various Twitter, uh, people from the media. Uh, we are fortunate enough that our own Dean Mullen has actually been at camp the past couple of days. Uh, he's been actually he's a part fellow. of the media crew. I'm so jealous of Dean, man. I'm so <laughs> jealous of Dean. But he's been yeah. part of the, uh, the media uh, crew that's over there uh, at, at the Saints camp. He's got some yeah. videos. He's, he's asked some questions. But in, in reality, we don't know everything that's going on, obviously. We have a very limited perspective. As far as yeah. injuries go, um, I, I would like to pull up your tweet because I, I, like, I liked uh, the tweet that you sent out. Yeah. Obviously, it showed the frustration that you had. Um, <laughs> and again, we, we talked about this beforehand, uh, before we went on the podcast, about how Sean Payton is very quiet about what goes on in camp concerning injuries. Um, yeah. But... I, your tweet Lattimore Ramchick Bro and Hendricks Hendrickson missed Saints practice today Arthur Mullet left practice with with an apparent injury um, and Sean Payton won't discuss anything he's the always been, he's always been yeah. like this um, which which I obviously has worked in the past but it is again kind of frustrating for a media standpoint to not get at least a sliver of an information concerning <laughs> literally that. a sliver. Um, I know that Delvin Bro, you said this before we went on, uh, he just had yeah. a contusion. Uh, yeah, it was open so too contusioned, man. I think you said in his lower leg or something, right? Yeah. In his yep. contusion, and lower like... leg, uh, which is, is obviously not that bad, but when I heard it, I was like, come on, man. Like, I don't want any injuries yeah. really going on. Lattimore, we don't know. Ramchick, if Ramchick has as a concerning injury, I mean, we, we've already lost to Ron Armstead. Max Unger is already questionable for yeah. the opening of this. I mean... All of this is already going on. Um, Hendrickson is supposed to be one of the young guys who's going to help out our pass rush.
1: I'm praying. I'm a huge fan for those who don't know of Hendrickson. I'm praying he doesn't go down. I'm praying.
0: I I, I hope that he does well. But as far as the guys who are healthy uh, on the roster right now playing in camp, such as uh, Brandon Coleman, Michael Thomas, uh, Mark Ingram, Adrian Peterson, they've all looked really, really good. Uh, Defensive side of the ball. Kenny Vaccaro is always high energy. Uh, I think that he's impressed a lot of people so far this camp. And he's impressed people so much throughout the year since he's been in the league that people don't talk about him as much impressing in camp because it's just kind of a – that's the standard for him. Yeah, but, right? But from what I've heard out of camp, he's been performing really well. Uh, we need guys like Sheldon Rankins to step up. I haven't heard much out of him from from camp.
1: He's been doing his typical thing, he's, I think.
0: Okay, which is good. As as long as he's healthy, Sheldon Rankins is going to be great in the middle for yeah. us. Yeah,
1: we we um, sort sure of we're relying on him right now,
0: which is good. So, but mainly the focus is going to be on the young guys, especially when it comes to uh, the extra preseason games. But you know, it, it it's it's right now. It's fun to watch the team for, and I've heard it's very much fun to watch them play because. There's there's high energy as well as a good mix of discipline.
1: So yeah. that's
0: what I've heard. Tyler, what have you been hearing so far?
1: Okay, oh, so what I've got basically, like you said, Dayton. And it's funny, a lot of reporters and writers are actually discussing this right now. Uh, you know, when answering questions, you know, because obviously fans get really curious. You know, who can't attend? A lot of people have been asking about, you know, what have you been seeing? Maybe whether it be blocking, for example, or just uh, how defensive ends are doing Uh, one side of it is folks that uh we can only see so much unfortunately for the saints right now honestly we won't be able to see a lot until the first preseason game for you know rookies and stuff and then the first actual game against the vikings for everybody you know the actual starters exactly but right now everything's really positive from what i'm hearing it, like, at this point, it's almost like a rotation because, uh, you know, I follow, for example, follow us on Twitter, by the way, uh, we'll plug into that later, but um, uh, for example, myself, I follow uh, writers like uh, Nick Underhill or uh, Larry Holder, for example, but um, <laughs> I'm getting off topic here. Uh, just basically, they've been, dis- uh, they've been uh, tweeting about the frustration, too, how they only see so much, but what we are seeing is very good. Basically, um, <laughs> uh, crazy day for me today. But um, okay, getting off topic, Dave. But I'm still here. Are you okay, good, uh, <laughs> go on, so man. So basically, I like- <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, it's been crazy because you have players like you said, Alvin Kamara, Adrian Peterson for the offense, are doing good work. But then you have players on the defense that are making a ton of a tons of plays. You have even players like. Uh, Drew Brees, Chase Daniel, they're throwing interceptions. So you know that you know defensive guys are doing work. But at this point, we would recommend for you guys, check Twitter for anything really, really specific. We're going to mention in a bit about who is impressive so far and what we've done research on that. But as of right now, it's hard to say. Everyone looks good. There isn't anything too major going on that's drawn for any concern or anything super you know it's only yeah. training camp
0: it's not you know like what? uh over in the jets camp uh christian hackenberg again you just told me this
1: before <laughs> we went on yeah. christian
0: hackenberg was sent home by the jets coaching staff because he he wasn't properly breaking the huddle uh he had he had some trouble with the huddle and they sent him home and that's like
1: silence Cricket noises. Of, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. None of that is happening with the with the Saints. So that's obviously yeah. a very low bar. Cool. Yeah. But the Saints are above it. So which is good. Yeah. All, like like I said, other than injuries, the only thing that we've heard out of camp is very positive. But at the same time, we're not hearing both sides of the story really. Obviously yeah. Sean Payton's always gonna say, Hey, we can improve, um, but he's not a very specific guy, especially yeah. of training camp stuff.
1: I would say all we really get are highlights, so it's not like we're getting, you know, the twenty four 100 percent of everything, you know. Exactly. And yeah. Well, now as we move on to the next part of this training camp little topic that we've got here for everyone, we've got some players that we've personally been, uh, you know, talking about that have impressed in training camp. Players specifically that we feel have caught our eyes, have caught the fans' eyes. We figured it would be only appropriate to mention those specifically because obviously, you know, for all the Saints fans here, you guys need to know about everything going on. So, what do you think, Dan Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to cover it?
0: Um, you know what? You go ahead and do your five. Okay. You go ahead and do your five. Yeah, go ahead,
1: man. Okay. So I've got five players for everyone tonight. I have the following. Brandon Coleman, Stefani Anthony, Trey Hendrickson, Alvin Kamara, and uh, Tommy Lee Lewis. Now, I'll just go through the line and I'll give some I'll give some reasons on why I think those guys are impressing, whether I think they'll make the roster. Okay, here we go. So the first I have is wide receiver Brandon Coleman. For those who don't know... Brandon Coleman is right now sort of in the middle as far as what it comes for the Saints roster right now as far as wide receivers go. Um, He's been impressing a lot, and I feel that deserves a lot of recognition, especially considering what Brandon Coleman has gone through in years past and what his expectations of, of – what Saints fans' expectations have been of him and how, he's, how he is blowing those out of the water, so to speak. So – Brandon Coleman essentially, he's a really big dude. He, I believe, he's over six feet. He's uh, like six foot five, six foot six, two hundred so pounds. He's a big dude, and he hasn't exactly been utilized the way Saints fans would like him to be. You figure when you have a dude as big as, for example, Dez Bryant or AJ Green or any of those super tall guys, you, you'd expect him to be the beast of the beast of your offense. But unfortunately, Coleman hasn't in years past. But this is where it gets interesting. As far as right now in training camp, Brandon Coleman is lighting players up. He is stiff-arming people. He is, for example, he is throwing people to the ground. He is getting yeah. great separation. The dude is on fire right now, and everyone seems to be noticing. So right now, he's the first player I've got on this list. So keep an eye out for him. I, honestly, because he's on the lower end of this roster, honestly, um, it wouldn't surprise me to see him start or get a lot of reps. Uh, With the rest of the Saints players right now fighting for a spot, um, you know, for the wide receivers. But keep an eye on him as Saints go forward. So the next player I have is going to be linebacker Stephon Anthony. If we had an audio edit thing going on Dayton, I would have a huge round of applause playing in the background for Stephon Anthony. There you go. (laughs) You guys hear that? Okay, so... Uh, I don't know if you guys knew, but Mike Nolan, the Saints linebacker coach, was brought in, uh, was brought in over the offseason to help with the linebackers and all the commodities, uncertainty there. And one of the main parts of that signing was to help Stephon Anthony. Stephon Anthony, I believe, was either the 2015 or 2016. I think it was 2015 yeah. first-round pick. And hasn't exactly lived up to expectations here. Um the first year he did really well. I believe the Saints put him at middle linebacker, and he did okay. He, you know, he did really well in tackles, etc. But the year after, he's, he sort of looked brain dead. He didn't really know which way he was going, how to break a tackle, etc. But right now, everything uh, that could be going right for Stefani Anthony is going right. Uh, so basically, what's happening is Stefani Anthony, you know, with the help of Nolan, of course, who was you know guiding him through this all. Uh, He's making tackles, blowing up run plays, stopping players like Adrian Peterson and Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram. He's doing great. And the funny part is, right now he's actually starting. Everything that I've been reading from training camp as far as tweets go, he's either taking uh, reps as the low linebacker, the middle linebacker, even the Sam. He's, He's rotating in and out because the Saints haven't figured out what they're doing yet. But I'm really impressed from what I've read. So hopefully... Stefani Anthony makes a start and actually proves his worth for the Saints because the Saints right now haven't exactly had um their fair share of players working out for them, especially you know throughout drafts. So let's hope for that, right? right. so a third player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's unfortunate, but what do you do, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, the next player I've got for everyone, it's going to be you know, personal fan favorite of mine. Defensive end Trey Hendrickson, out of Florida Atlantic, who the Saints selected yet again in the third round of the draft. So uh, right now the Saints have a lot of uh, need, a lot of help, obviously on the defensive line. You figure uh, on the opposite of Cameron Jordan, it's sort of a big question mark, you know, on the defense. But Trey Hendrickson, for what I've been reading, has been doing really well in training camp. Obviously, he hasn't been taking a ton, a ton of snaps in the first string, and that's a little unfortunate. But from what I've been reading, I think he's been in the second or third string, maybe occasionally the first string, but he's been doing well. He's getting constant pressure. I think I even read – yeah, I believe I read once that he did either a swim or a spin move on uh, Andrus P. I think it was either Andrus P or yeah. Ryan you Yeah,
0: I remember you and, uh, I remember you, um, you. tweeted at somebody about that, right? Or you, you talked about it on Twitter. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah I remember
1: uh, or it could uh, be a speaking, different play. Speaking of um, uh, things going on. Uh, breaking news, folks. Uh, you'll be shocked about this. A, a Saints preseason a depth chart just released. I'm looking at it right now. Uh nothing major. We'll talk about it next week, guys. So everything. Uh, you know, it uh, gets covered there. But I figure I'll just show that to the side for now. We could go over it later if you want, Dan. But um, okay. uh, you know, after after the air. You did but, say um, you
0: did say breaking news, and, and that kind of freaked me out. So if you just want to <laughs> say, what made you say breaking news?
1: Yeah, breaking news. I, I was just say it's it. Trey Hendrickson. Not too many things will make me forget talk about Trey Hendrickson. But the dude's a beast. And right now yeah. he's doing really, really well. And that's really exciting for me. For one, because the Saints need a defensive end on the other side. If we get that, Cameron Jordan's going to go lights out, over 10 sacks, Saints defense could be top 20, possibly. That's what I'm thinking. And another thing is, I don't know, he's just a lovable guy, you know? Florida Atlantic, it's not exactly a college that you hear from every now and then, but I'm super excited for that. I'm hoping, I'm praying that not only I get a chance to talk to him about it, but that he does well for the Saints. You know, yeah. we need all the help we can get, especially from our rookies. Speaking of rookies, next one I've got is Alvin Kamara. So, Alvin Kamara is breaking people's ankles, uh, and it is not a joke. I don't mean it literally, where he's uh, literally shattering bones, but it, it could be at this point. He's very athletic. Uh, he has all the agility a dude could ask for. It's going really well for Alvin Kamara, and Saints fans are loving it. Whether it be him running the ball, him catching passes out of the backfield. It's been great, and uh, I, I've been seeing videos every now and then of uh, Alvin Kamara highlight where he'll be catching a pass from Drew Brees or he'll be running out of the backfield, and the crowd lights up in energy and uh, noise. It's electric, folks. Now, Alvin Kamara, he's, um, he's going to be used. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been uh, following with that, but he's going to be utilized like a typical Darren Sproles, Reggie Bush, Pierre Thomas, all in one. Uh, he's a jack of all trades. He's a Swiss Army Knight for the Saints, and uh, a lot of people like that. And I'm hoping for big things out of him, uh, you know, as we have that 3-4 billion-headed um, running back de- uh, depth for the New Orleans Saints. But um, the yeah. last player I've got is going to be Tommy Lee Lewis, a wide receiver who is fighting right now for the fifth wide receiver spot on the Saints roster at first glance uh when we talked about everything I know last week I believe we talked about Corey fuller and everything there but um uh, what I was gonna about Lewis is uh, he didn't he at first glance he wasn't making all the necessary catches all the necessary highlights to really put things in his favor but recently he has actually he's been making a lot of great catches he's been getting separation which is obviously desired for fans and you know coaches alike. He's been doing everything right. And for someone right now that honestly, in my opinion, I was surprised he hasn't been cut yet, uh, it's just been really shocking. Considering, okay, right now, Tommy Lee Lewis, uh, when we first, I believe it was drafted him. Drafted? Or maybe? Drafted, signed. Well, we acquired him. And yeah. his main capabilities at that point was to be a return man, and to be a wide receiver at the bottom of the depth chart. His main points were to be the return man. Now, we have Ted Ginn and Alvin Kamara. That spot's been filled. So what do you do with Lewis? You put him in as a wide receiver and hope that everything goes well. And for him, it has. So I'm really excited about that. But those are my five. (laughs) I need to breathe a bit, man. But what do you got? Who Who are your guys?
0: That was fantastic, man
1: uh really
0: (laughs) first of all really really impressed by coleman and anthony thus far i'm impressed by all five of those guys as you just named but coleman and anthony especially because they needed to step up and they have stepped up coleman Hmm. is has the potential to i I know willie i'm high on willie sneed as well but coleman has the potential to be that second guy to michael thomas and create a two-headed monster for drew Brees and have willie sneed in his natural slot position that would be fantastic Um, But the three guys I have uh, are Will Lutz, Arthur Mollett, Mm -hmm. and Marshawn Lattimore. Let's start out with Will Lutz, are, of course, the kicker for the Saints. Funny enough, uh, going into training camp, I was thinking Will Lutz was going to be the starter for sure. He was going to be for sure a lock at at, uh, making the final roster. But a couple days ago, the Saints actually added Patrick Murray to the roster to compete with Will Lutz. Patrick Murray, funny enough, last team he was on was the Cleveland Browns. I I think he's also kicked for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, he's kind of bounced around due to injury.
1: I think Lutz is, sorry to interrupt you really quick, but I think Lutz, in my opinion, still, Lutz, uh, yeah, that's how you pronounce it, right? I think he's still got it, though. I think this is just, uh, I've seen a lot of people say, uh, to rest his legs, so to speak. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh, you, no, you're good. Yeah, but you, I mean, you never know in the NFL. Well, let's. Uh, yeah, you never but know. I'm on the same page with you. Unless there's a crazy injury, or well, let's just totally flat out doesn't play well. Um, then Patrick Murray could could steal that spot. But let's just made a yeah. 57-yard field goal in practice yesterday. Jeez. Super impressive for how young he is. So uh, let has been good. Obviously, kicking is is a fairly important part of the game. We need a starting kicker, a consistent kicker back. Um, and then going on to Arthur Mullet, who, again, I did an article about, talked about earlier, has gone down with an injury. Not sure what the injury is, not sure how long it'll keep him out. But new developments, sure. which I'll get to in just a second. If Mullet is healthy, I could see him starting against Cleveland on Thursday, which says a lot if about Ma- an undrafted free agent. Uh, I,
1: I could see that, too.
0: And, and I hope that he performs well because we need some more depth at the cornerback position and defensive back. Uh, But like I said, he's been making pass breakups. He's climbed the ladder so much just this training camp, just the past couple months, that the preseason games will really be able to highlight what he's made out of. And finally, Marshawn Lattimore, our prized number one pick uh, this past draft. He, Mike Triplett just tweeted out uh, that due to Lattimore missing uh, pretty much a week of practice, don't yeah, expect he's not him. Start. Yeah, don't expect him to start or even play uh, against Cleveland this Thursday. Expect him to sit mm. it out, whether it be for injury concern or just Peyton wanting to rest him up. Obviously, preseason isn't that. Uh, it, it's important, but it's not that important to kind of force a guy to play a game at all. So don't expect Lattimore to play, which, like I said, gives kind of of a, a of a leeway to Mullet to start mm. or at least play big significant minutes. But other than that, Marshawn Lattimore – I haven't heard too much from him. Uh, mm. I don't think he's done poorly in camp at all. I, th- I think he, he hasn't. He's
1: been going really, like, head-to-head almost with Michael yeah. Thomas, and that's really been impressing me a lot. Which is going to be like... really
0: good practice for him.
1: Uh, he w- it will be, yeah.
0: And I don't think he... – so if Lattimore does play, he's going to go up against either – and if Cleveland plays at least some of his starters, he's going to go mm. up against um, either Corey Coleman or Kenny Britt. Uh, which we'll get into a little more depth about in a minute or two. But uh, both of those guys are pretty good receivers. Kenny Britt's a veteran. Corey Coleman is a a young gun rising up. So that would also be pretty stiff competition for him to get ready to play guys like Mike Evans and Julio Jones during the season. Mm -hmm. So whatever can be thrown at Lattimore's way uh, early in his career is good because it will help him develop later on. So um, Mm -hmm. before before we move on to uh, the second and final topic of the day, um, I'm going to name all of these guys off to you, Tyler. You give me, will they, it'll be, will they make the roster, but it'll be like a two-second thing. You say yep. yes or no, whether or not they'll make the roster, yep. and you give me like Hold a on. quick two-second as to why. All right? Okay. Good with that? Yep. Cool. Um, so first, Brandon Coleman.
1: Yup. And why? 4th wide receiver on the Saints.
0: Cool. Uh, Stefan Anthony.
1: Yep, he'll be the starting uh one of the starting linebackers. I,
0: I think so too. Yeah. Uh Trey Hendrickson.
1: Yes, hopefully. I love that dude. Yeah,
0: I think so too. We need the help. Uh Alvin yep. Kamara?
1: Yep, he's our yeah. Darren Sproles.
0: We gave up too much to get him anyway. I mean, we had to trade to get him. So, might as well just keep him at least for the year, see how he plays yep. out. But I think that he'll he'll be fantastic. Uh Tommy Lee Lewis.
1: If he keeps impressing, yes. As someone else beats him like Corey Fuller? Uh no.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think Fuller will beat him. Uh Will Lutz.
1: He's the leg. Yep. Oh,
0: uh, Arthur Mollet.
1: Yep. Awesome. And uh, the reason um he's a beast. He's been impressing yeah. really good, really well. I, I
0: think he's he he has really good instincts. And obviously Marshawn Lattimore is going to make the roster yep. no matter what and
1: happens. Do you think we have time? Because if we do, I'll give you a uh, I'll uh, I have a quick minute that I can uh, go over the unofficial depth chart right now. Sure. Because there are a couple surprises. Okay, Saints fans, uh, you know here that we like to mix everything up. So. Uh, some sort of breaking news with that. Oh, my gosh. USB. Okay. Can you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Uh, for a second, my cu- my computer was like, yeah, I don't recognize this a microphone. Well, it's going to recognize it. So, okay. So, we have some unofficial uh, depth chart news. I'm looking over it for you guys right now. I'll read off the starters as it has it, and I'll go through some of the interesting things it has. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it yet, Dan. If you can pull up Twitter, hopefully you see it, too. All right, so for the starters, it has wide receiver Michael Thomas, uh, left tackle Tron Armstead. When he comes back, he will be the starter. Okay. Left guard, and just Pete. Center, Max Unger. Right guard, Larry Warford. Right tackle, Zach Streif. Tight end, Kobe Fleener. Other other wide receiver, surprisingly, Ted Jr. over Willie Snead. I thought that was a little interesting. Quarterback, Drew Brees. Big surprise there. Here's the shocker. Running back, Mark Ingram slash Adrian Peterson. I guess Mark Ingram, as of right now, isn't the defined starter. It'll probably wow. be like a split rep thing. Yeah, wow. isn't that interesting? So the fullback, we've got John Kuhn. Right defensive end, Alex Okafor. Right defensive tackle, on the, uh, you've got Tyler Davidson uh, over at Oni Mata. I thought that was a bit of a surprise. Other one, you've got uh, Sheldon Rankins. Left defensive end, you've got Cameron Jordan. Here's where things get interesting. Uh, Will linebacker, you've got Craig Robertson. Uh, Middle linebacker, you've got Manti Teo, which I was surprised. And Sam linebacker, you've got A.J. Klein. So uh, I'll get into a bit there in a second. Right cornerback, you have Ken Crawley. Left cornerback, P.J. Williams. Uh, Actually, I think I I have a reason for that as well, for those surprises there. Strong safety, Kenny Vaccaro. Free safety, Von Bell over Marcus Williams. I'm a little surprised there. Special teams, uh, the punter, Thomas Morrison, of course kicker, Will Lutz, uh, lawn snapper, Justin Drescher, uh, the holder, Thomas Morstead, and the punt returner is uh Jr., as is the kick returner. So, better surprises for you guys. Um, right now, uh, for the cornerbacks, I think that's the biggest surprise of them all. I believe right now this is because of the injuries that we said earlier. I'm looking at the depth chart for right cornerback, for example, which is a really surprise because you have Ken Crawley, Devontae Harris, then Marshawn Lattimore. I'm assuming maybe it's because of the injury. Hopefully when he gets better and weeks progress, we'll see his name go up. If not, I- I'd be a little worried there. The left cornerback, you have P.J. Williams, then Delvin Brown then Sterling Moore, then Damian Swan. I don't predict Swan to make the roster, by the way, guys, for my 53. But I- I'm a little surprised, probably again with the injury. For the linebackers, that was a bit of a, bit of a surprise. You have players like Alex Anzalone, who's a rookie, but I'm su- still surprised he isn't getting the starting nod there. Stephon Anthony, too, who is second on the depth chart, and Nate Stupar. So those are the three who are the second-string linebackers. But a little surprised there how uh, none of those guys are starting. Um, For the defensive end, a little news about this. You have Alex Okafor the right defensive end. You know, for everyone who wants to know who's going to be the – Opposite guy there. You have Hauliki Kaha. I guess has been doing pretty well, so I'm excited about that. He's on second. He's a second a strainer there on defense. Um, some other news. Let's see here. You have Alex Jenkins, the international player. Uh, he's at the very bottom there. Let's see. You have on the left side. This is a little surprising for me because I thought Trey Hendrickson would be on the right side. They actually have him as a third strainer. Uh, left defensive end behind Cameron Jordan and Daryl Tapp. So I thought that was a little shock there. Um, as far as everything else goes, um, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, for guard, uh, a little surprise for me that they have Sino Calamete as a guard in our center. Um, not really anything else. Uh, a little surprise here is that they have... Uh, uh, Ryan Nassib is so far down. I, I, I thought he would have made some progress, but I guess he is a little bit... He's been struggling a little bit, uh, you know, uh, during training camp, so that's, I guess, no surprise there. But everything else looks alright as far as, you know, the depth chart. Have you, Did you check it out yet, Dayan, or no? Uh, no. Um, Larry Holder tweeted it out, if you want to check it out while we're talking. As, but.
0: As, as far as the depth chart right now, nothing is going to... Even, like, I know we kind of went over it earlier in training camp but that's when we first opened up because we didn't really know yeah that. right now we're not really going to have a good understanding about the depth chart until after the first yeah. game or two but it is interesting to see so let me yeah, ask you this, then. let me ask you this yeah. who would you rather have starting at right quarterback if, if like injuries become a problem or yeah you know, would you rather have uh, Ken Crawley or sterling Moore?
1: Give me Sterling Moore. Me St- uh, yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. I don't know why Ken Crawley is number one on that list.
1: Well, it's weird is that they have Sterling Moore right now actually on the left side. That's really weird to me. I, yeah, I thought he would be on the right side too. Yeah. I guess not. Interesting. Well, and,
0: and I think P.J. Williams would will start over
1: both of those and The funny thing. part is, though, about Ken Crawley is uh, he was one of those players at first where uh, no one really expected anything out of him, uh, yeah. but then all these injuries happened, yeah. and then you have this guy who, by right, should be a six-seven strainer is getting uh, who is getting snaps throughout the season, so now he's got experience.
0: That's what happens so when I, you have an atrocious defense
1: for some. I, th- I think, think it's close. I, I think I'd take more, but I, I'm excited for Crawley. You know what he showed because yeah. he he fared he fared okay against Julio Jones and other guys. So, yeah. but all the other than that though. What do you got for us for the next topic? Cool.
0: So, second and final topic. Uh, yeah, we dude. Don't, we don't have to go too much in depth with this because it's a preseason game, and we're not going to know yeah. a whole lot. And it's
1: the Browns. Besides the point.
0: Yeah, but let's preview the Cleveland Browns New Orleans Saints preseason Week One game. We've kind of we've kind of glossed over it a little bit throughout this podcast, and, and a little bit last yeah. week. But let's get into it uh, fully, or as at least as full as we want to. First of all. I know what you just said is is just the Cleveland Browns, but I wanted to start out by saying this is not your daddy's Cleveland Browns. These oh, Cleveland yeah. Browns, they have some talent, depending on if they're actually going to start some people. But at least when the regular season kicks off, you have, have guys talent. like Jabril Peppers, um, You have who, who's one of the I'll most electrifying it. guys. Number one overall pick Miles Garrett's going to be coming off the end. That'll be interesting. Uh, Brock Osweiler could return to his Dem- Denver form as opposed to his Houston form. We'll see how. Yeah, that goes. right. If not, yeah. you have you have Deshaun Kaiser who is going to be an exciting rookie.
1: Oh, that will be cool to see though if he starts because yeah. he wasn't even a first round pick. He was a second well, round.
0: Well, so Hugh Jackson has already named his starter. It's going to be Brock Osweiler yeah. for the game. Um, but
1: I I don't know oh the whole game or just like half oh, the game oh
0: well he's just gonna start however long he wants to play and usually it's like yeah. the first half depends on how much he'll start him but Deshaun Kaiser will for sure play he'll see some action so it'll be interesting to see what he can do outside of the pocket you like I said you have guys like Corey Coleman uh Kenny Britt yeah. uh you have a couple of really young receivers that it'll be their first NFL action going out there uh, Higgins hmm. and uh one other guy I had him in my mullet um yeah Ricardo Higgins and and one other guy Lewis. But uh, they'll be rookies seeing their first action. You have Joe Thomas, obviously a veteran. So these br- these Cleveland Browns have some talent, a lot of talent, actually. Around they You the just got to kind of get more talent there. Exactly, yeah. And they have to unlock that talent and, and produce yeah, on the field. So, um, But uh, you go ahead. Give, give us your preview. What do you see out okay. of some of the uh, Saints rookies? Those are who are going to obviously mm. be under the microscope most often during the game. Yeah. Any players so, you should keep a close eye on other than the mm. rookies? And uh, do you think the Saints will win the game?
1: Okay, so the funny part is, now that we have a depth chart, it makes it a little more clear for me because you get to see, obviously, they're not going to really start any of their starters for the majority of the game, especially the first preseason game. They want to see who they have at the bottom, lower, uh, the, bottom, uh, the bottom lower of the depth chart and who can really prove their worth for the Saints at this point. I'm looking at it. When I see the offense, what to look for. I'd like to see Alvin Kamara and uh, who was Darius uh, Victor. Yeah. Uh, people are giving him the nickname of uh, Muscle Hamster yeah. because he's super small but super big at the same time. I'd like to see those guys hopefully play. As far as the rest of the offense goes, I'd like to see Tommy, Tommy Lee Lewis, maybe Corey Fuller, maybe get someone in like a Chase Daniel or uh Garrett Reeson or Ryan Nassib, throw to them, see how that goes. Because you know, if the Saints can find their fifth wide receiver, if they keep five, I'm all for that. You know, and um, for the offensive line goes, I'm looking at right now. You're probably gonna have people like Landon Turner, Cameron Tom, Jack Allen, maybe even Cio Calamete, Bryce Harris starting. So the offensive line isn't gonna be perfect, but it's not really gonna be like bad either. It's not really right. gonna be good to be honest. Right. But yeah, um. Maybe you'll see Jubilees take one series. Not really, though. I mean, I'd hate to see him get hurt over me in this preseason game. But, okay, so the defense here's where uh, things get interesting, though. You've got Alex Okafor, who could start, who isn't exactly right now the solidified right defensive end starter yet. So I'd like to see him start. Uh, maybe if we could get Kih- Kikaha in there, maybe Alex Jenkins, maybe even. Hedrickson, some of those guys uh, for the linebackers, maybe like Stephon Anthony, Nate Stupar, Alex Anselm, you know, like, I don't know, I'm naming all the rookies now, but I don't know, just guys like that, you know, and right. uh, you said, who, who do I expect to win? Yeah. Uh, it depends on I mean, who plays, yeah, but... Yeah, it's, it's,
0: exactly, it's hard to tell. if I mean, like, yeah. if it's the Saints starters going to be, like, if this was a regular season game, obviously Saints Saints are going to win, but you know, you yeah. never know, and you never know, like, we saw, I don't know if you watched any of that Arizona-Dallas, uh, the Hall of Fame game. I did. I Arizona, saw most of it. Arizona got out to like a 15 to nothing lead, and then Dallas ended up in the game 20-18. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, anything can happen in a
1: preseason game. Yeah. So. And, see, the interesting thing is, though, so, there are a lot of players that we should be keeping a close eye on. Yeah. And no one really jumps out at me yet, but there is a handful of names. Obviously, we look at the bottom half of the roster, the depth chart, when you say, well, if this guy makes this many plays or if this guy doesn't if this guy doesn't exactly have the best game, you know, things can all change very rapidly. It's the National yeah. Football League here. You know players are pay, are playing not only for money here, but they're playing for their life, their job, you know, and anything's at stake. You can let's let's take a perfect example here. You have a player right now who is projected as a starter on the unofficial depth chart, the defensive tackle Tyler Davison who has been slowly but surely making plays for himself and has proven his name a bit for the Saints. Let's say he, let's say they both start, Davidson and Oniamata. Davidson uh, doesn't exactly have the best of games or looks sluggish, for example. You could have someone like Oniamata come in, have a great showing, and, and let's say, okay, well, let's make him the starter for Week 2 and see how they do. It's all a matter of rolling the dice and see what number you're rolling, you know? And, yeah, exactly. Point. That's mine. What do you got? Do you do you have any players you want to look at, or any players you you expect the Saints? To, I don't know. Do, do you have any players you like? You I want to hold a magnifying glass to if this game.
0: Uh, if he plays. I know. I think Roy wrote an article on this. Our, our editor Roy Anderson wrote an article. I I believe it was him. Uh, Ryan Ramchick. If he ends up playing, he'll most likely be going be against nice. Miles Garrett, uh, which is going to be interesting to see. But whoever whoever ends up going against Miles Garrett. I want to see how they play against they the number fare. one overall pick, how they fare against this guy, because I'm pretty sure he's most likely going to play. Um, also, interesting thing about Cleveland their Hugh Jackson is not only their head coach, but he's also their offensive coordinator. Obviously, he really? has some assistant guys around him, but he is calling the shots on offense. So um, I, yeah. I, I, I saw that on there. I just knew that about the Browns, and I thought I'd throw that out there because it's, it's pretty interesting. Mm. Um, and then, I mean, if Lattimore plays... I don't think he will, so this is just an if. But if he does, I would um, love to see how he fares against anybody. I want to see him on an NFL field in real-time game to see really yeah. how well he's going to play. Uh, I think Marcus Williams, you have to keep – obviously. I, keep yeah, I would
1: really right like to see him play. Hopefully it's, he can make some, like, uh, leaping grabs in the air for us.
0: This will be his first test to see if he is going to be that center field safety that we've been missing so much. Yeah, we tried to replace with uh, guys like Jairus Bird. And, and,
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, <of season laughs> and everybody. that miserably failed. We crashed um, and burned.
0: And then Brandon Coleman, got to see uh, if he's improved in his game time play because you, you could be the best player in training camp. But exactly. When it comes to grind time in the game, you you, you might not live up exactly. to your expectations. It, it's
1: so. it's got uh, to transfer 100%. You can't just yeah. have a guy who is uh, committing himself 100% in training camp yeah. and then doesn't – you know, because it's Brandon Coleman. He's going to get he's gonna get reps. He's going to get balls thrown his way. It's just a matter of him uh, realizing, oh, yeah, I'm the 6'6". Freak of a wide receiver who could basically pummel anybody. He's right. like our Jimmy Graham without the slam dunking on the uh, goalposts, you know? Yeah, <laughs> sort yeah. of. But,
0: exactly. Um, and then
1: certainly be interesting though. Uh,
0: I don't think Drew Brees will play. That's just the Hopefully feeling not. that I have. Um, so maybe Chase Daniel. I think well for sure. I think if obviously Drew Brees doesn't play, then Chase Daniels is most likely going to start, um, and then Garrett Grayson to see. Uh, if his instincts have gotten a little bit better uh, in-game. Because, I mean, we need to start preparing for the future. Granted, I've said this millions of times before, and I'm going to keep saying it. We would love to see Drew Grace play forever, but he's going to have to retire soon, or his contract might be up and we might not renew it. So we need to look forward to... Or not look forward to it, but we need to at least look at... So you're
1: looking forward to his retirement?
0: Heck no, heck no. Uh, But we need (laughs) to at least look into replacing him somehow is garrett grayson the guy i don't think so but he could make vast improvements this offseason this season to see where he's going because chase daniel isn't the answer and i don't think ryan Nassib is the answer garrett grayson <laughs> is the next guy up and I, I mean that's all we have as far as the season so we're action. gonna have to see how he does in game action i've
1: got one more thing sure um so apparently um you know obviously you guys follow us on who that dish fan site all that good stuff so the saints are facing the browns week one so a fan site just tweeted out 23 minutes ago. I've been scrolling through Twitter every now and then to see if anything else too comes out, you know, for, because I don't get notifications. They wrote for those about to Brock. Yep, the Browns made a Brock Osweiler hype video. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to send this to you, and we're gonna have to check this out. But well, oh my gosh! Oh wow! Broadcast by their hype video. That's hilarious. Jeez.
0: Jeez. Well, <laughs> anyway, but I, I mean, I do think that the Saints will win, uh, even though they, they I usually think perform poor in the preseason, at least in years past. Uh, but, we need
1: to start winning the preseason. <laughs> we need,
0: to, yeah, we need to, we need to get guys in the mentality of winning, because then we come out to like zero and three, zero and four, one and three starts uh, to the season. So, but uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, next week, uh, – we will review this Cleveland Browns game we've been previewing, talk about what we saw, what we liked, uh, everything that went on. Hopefully we will have a another contributor from Who That Dish on the show. If not, it will just be me and Tyler again, which I was perfectly fine yeah. with. We don't need a guest. It's obviously fun to have a guest on, but sometimes sometimes it's nice to just kick back and talk to your co-host.
1: Mm, yep. And uh, another thing, too, um, I just want to thank everyone. You know, um... You've been an awesome date in these uh, eight episodes. I don't think I'd rather have any other guy out here. You know, I don't think anyone else could do it better than you at this point. Same to you, you know? man. Well, Same um, to you. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. but um, So, you want me to just plug away our social media and whatnot? Yes, sir. Okay. Here we go, guys. Thank you again for everything. So, next week will be August 14th, but make sure to follow us on Twitter first so you can keep up with all the latest and the greatest Who That Dish news, Who That Dish podcast news, and all that good stuff. So, you can follow, drumroll please, you can follow the lovely Dayton Brown on Twitter at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. You can follow me if you like listening to us. You can follow me at Raymond Tyler M. We have an official podcast account as well. You can follow that on Twitter at The WDD Podcast. But like I always say, we couldn't have done this without you guys. We love doing this. We really do love it, you know. We, we use different words every day. We love it so much, you know. Well, that's all I've got, Dayton.
0: Sweet, man. Yeah, like right back at you about uh, you, you You are the, like, I wouldn't have asked for a better person to host with. So, uh, thank I mean, you, man. I mean, it's fantastic. It it's been mutual. a lot of fun. Thank you so much, guys, for listening, whether it's on iTunes or uh, blocktalkradio.com, wherever you listen to. Thank you so much again. Um, like I said, be sure to tune in next week, Monday, August yep. 7th. Or excuse me. Monday, August 14th, today's. Yeah, dude. <laughs> sure, tune in. Monday, August 14th, uh, like I said, we'll, re- we'll review the Browns game and uh, talk about, uh, we'll probably preview their next the Saints win. Um, preseason game. So, um, and be sure to go to com. read some of our pieces from anybody of us. If you're not living there, you should be. And, uh, yeah, we will talk to you guys soon.